the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program is brought to you by Christy Stratton, accredited divorce coach. Hi, friends. If you are thinking about divorce, there's much you need to know. So we're kicking off a season of replaying select shows that will provide you important information about just that, what you need to know about divorce. Make sure to tune in each week to hear about everything from finances, real estate, the law, recovery, divorce coaching, special needs, blended families, finding hope, to moving forward, and more. And I pray they will serve you and support you. God bless. So many people are affected by divorce at some point in their lives. It can be a lonely and challenging time of life. But it doesn't have to be. Whether you or a loved one is considering divorce, going through it, or coming out of it, the Divorce Coaching Hour with Christy Stratton is here to be your go-to educational, informational, and inspirational resource for those touched by divorce. Christy has been there, and now she's here to walk the path with you as a certified divorce coach and as your thinking partner. Her guest will bring you important insight and information, helping you make better decisions through and beyond the process, inspiring you to be your best self for you and your family, all giving you hope and reassurance that you'll be okay. The Divorce Coaching Hour with Christy Stratton starts now. And here's your host, Christy Stratton. Friends, are you dancing? I am. (laughs) That's our new music. We're back, folks. Not that we were ever gone. Hello, hello. I'm Christy Stratton, and welcome to the Divorce Coaching Hour. I'm so overjoyed to be back with you with fresh and new and hopefully helpful shows produced weekly with you in mind. And I'm equally overjoyed that you are here with us today. If this is the first time you are joining us, a very special welcome to you. And if you are back with us again this week, welcome to you too. This show is for those considering divorce in the midst of it, coming out of it, and also for friends and family of those divorcing. It can be an overwhelming life event for absolutely everybody involved. We're not here to coach you to get a divorce or give you legal advice. What we are here to do is to walk the path of divorce with you, no matter where it leads. And in fact, if what you hear on this show leads you to decide not to divorce, well, then we've done our job well. Make sure to catch the show each week because we'll continue expanding on that idea. My guests and I are here to help you make better decisions in this time and beyond and provide you information and resources to give you ideas about how to be your best self in a time that can bring out your worst and give you hope. During the last couple of months, we've taken a bit of a hiatus and replayed shows in the interim. We took some time to step back and reflect on the intent of the show and refine anything necessary. And folks, I'm happy to report that this time has been fruitful. With the help of many cherished partners, advisors, and friends, I've come to some important awarenesses. Are you ready? First, the show is definitely for those touched by divorce, whether you or someone you know is affected by it. Second, as I mentioned earlier, if we can help you save your marriage, then we've done our job well. I promise. Stay tuned each week and you'll understand what I mean by this. 
And third, third is this. This show is ultimately about recovering from divorce. I believe there's three phases of divorce, consideration, in the midst, and coming out. And while we touch on the first two, this show is ultimately about the third phase. And you know what? That third phase, well, it starts in the first phase, and it continues through the second phase because of this. Recovering from divorce starts now. Now, you might be saying, what? I don't understand that, Christy. And you know what? I understand that. And that's where we're going to go today. We are going to help you understand this perspective. And you'll want to stay tuned because, friends, it's the key to traversing divorce in a healthy way. And dare I say, stronger and better. I couldn't talk about this perspective in the very best manner on my own. I firmly believe no one does anything great alone. And that's why we have amazing guests with us on the show each week. And friends, I'm happy to welcome back to the show Susan Kiernan. Susan was and is my mentor in my uh, divorce coaching specialty. And what a treat it is for her to be back with us here today to help explore this perspective. Susan's been there too, as have I. And she comes to divorce coaching with her unique perspective. Her divorce, it's all different. We all go through it differently. And don't let anybody tell you (laughs) that it is any different than yours because everything is unique to us when we come to a divorce and our experiences. She also brings her preventative health nursing background and is just a competent, compassionate, and caring soul. And you know what else? This is our 100th show And so it is absolutely perfect that my mentor, and I'm honored to say my friend, Susan, is here with us to celebrate the big 100 friends. Susan, welcome back. Thank you so much, Christy. I am so honored to be here. So honored. And congratulations on your 100th show. Very exciting. Thank you. I know we should be like having some sparkling water or sparkling (laughs) wine, not not champagne, (laughs) right? (laughs) Popping off right here. And I came into the studio and I'm like, where are the flowers? Where are the, you know, where are the balloons, right? (laughs) But it really is. It's a milestone. And, you know, I was reflecting uh, that, you know, when this show started, you know, you don't really think you, you know, you're putting a show together and weekly shows and getting guests involved and really trying to help people. And you don't think, well, what's it going to look like when I have one, you know, I've done 100 shows and here we are. So (laughs) it's like kind of, wow, this is a moment. This is a, um, a time. And you know what I have to say, couldn't be done without everybody involved like yourself, Susan guests help us really explore ideas and, and our producer, Mike, our fabulous producer, Mike, he's waving high over there. And, uh, my partner, Richard Mindelow on uh, courageous Christianity, Bernard and Marsha and the entire team here. Laurel and everyone here at KKHT. This is a group effort. And today, Susan, it's you and me and Mike here, uh, a group effort talking about divorce recovery. And, you know, Susan, I know I brought this idea to you and and in this kind of refining time, I, I really was saying, okay, so we're talking about this word divorce recovery. What does it mean? And I've done a bit of uh, research. I've done some asking. I've done some wondering, reading, et cetera. And, and I really am coming to 
I think I'm formulating what this divorce recovery word means. Oftentimes we just throw around words and we don't understand what it means. And so I couldn't have anybody better than to have you here uh, to explore this idea with me. And so I wanted to start by asking you this, Susan, as a fellow divorce coach, as someone who's also gone through divorce, uh, what, you know, what do you hear when you hear the words divorce recovery, kind of no matter what phase you're in of divorce? Yeah. So Christy, well, thanks for asking. And you kind of touched on this all through as you were talking, I was thinking about all of these things, you know, recovery, you know, what does that really mean, right? From any perspective. And one of the, the most important things I think I heard you say was how unique and individualized each person's divorce is. So there isn't really some sweeping prescription of, oh, just follow these guidelines and you'll be recovered, right? <laughs> we because wish, right? Some, yeah, <laughs> if it could only be that easy, right? Because, you know, divorces happen at all different stages. People, sometimes people think for years about divorce. The data shows us that 87% of people spend possibly a year thinking about getting divorced mm. before they actually look for help, if you can believe that. And so they might come to the table way ahead of, you know, their partner who maybe gets blindsided by it. So that person would have a very different feeling of what recovery is to the person who's been, you know, thinking about it all this time. And so what does recovery mean to me? I think it means coming out on the other side, not defining yourself by what happened, but kind of giving glory into what was it, what was the good in it, what can I be grateful for, what forgiveness can I give to myself? What forgiveness can I give to others? And how can I get back to like what my overall health and, you know, just everything that my life meant to be meant to me? How can, how can I get that back to homeostasis? Yeah. How you know, can I get level, that? Like what looks normal and feels normal and yeah. maybe a whole new normal, but that would be recovering. Right. Right. And I think uh, there are, Oh, as always in our discussions, there's so much, mm-hmm. you know, I think that's really important to, to hone in on that unique. And you said it much more succinctly than I was trying to say it, but it really is. We can't just put this one size fits all, fix it, take these steps. Uh, and when we do that, when we do place that kind of blanket bandaid, so to speak, on recovering from divorce, I dare I say we're really not recovering. And so right. we have to really look at our unique situation. What tools do we have? Uh, how did we come into divorce? How long have we put t- time in it? Are are we at a place of looking at ourselves and our responsibility in it? And you know what? It's really interesting, Susan. You use the word forgiveness. And I have to say, I went... Um, went out to some different organizations I'm involved in and groups and so forth and posted the question, uh, you know, what does divorce recovery mean to you? And I also asked at the same time, what would you want to know about it? Interestingly enough, in all of the postings I did now, mind you, I did it within about the last 48 hours. Uh, so it wasn't a lot of time, but here's really interesting. We can talk about this later, maybe another show of all the places I posted it. Five people responded. The five people, mm. they were only wow. men. It was only men. 
So I don't wow. even know what to do with that. We'll have to talk about that one later. <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> right. But one of the things, and so we'll talk about this um, in the second segment as we begin to, as we're talking about the why, uh, I mean, the what of divorce recovery right now, and we're going to talk about the why of divorce recovery. But what I did see in there is when we move forward, which I think might be a better word for divorce recovery, mm-hmm. I heard forgiveness. And you said forgiveness. So in you know coming at both of this, both your perspective and then five men's perspective, there's this component of forgiveness. And forgiveness looks potentially different in different lights of divorce. And oh, by the way, forgiving yourself. And so... Yeah. What, how does that strike you with regards to forgiveness as a part of recovery? Yeah, absolutely. I, I think forgiveness is a huge part of it because forgiveness also comes with acceptance and the ability to possibly let go, let mm-hmm. go of some of the things you may have been holding on to so that, you know, the edges of your divorce, I always talking sharp edges and smooth edges, the edges of your divorce become smoother, become softer. It's not this painful thing if you can, you know, get to forgiveness, but also grasp some gratefulness. Well, what good did come out of my marriage? And, and frankly, you might run to a lot of people that say absolutely nothing, you know, but, you know, if there were children or if there were lessons learned or if there were, it could be anything. It could be, well, I got to see parts of the world I never saw or parts of the United States I never saw. But grabbing for some gratefulness. So it is that moving forward with a letting go and a looking to the future with a grateful heart and an open heart that's freed itself from the wounds and the troubles that may have existed all through the marriage and and also through the divorce. You know, it's interesting. I heard recently, I don't know who said this, but you can't be fearful and grateful at the same time. (laughs) And so I wonder if you can't be bitter and grateful at the same time. So I'm hearing a couple key things. And what we're talking about, folks, is we're talking about divorce recovery and really unpacking what this is. You know, this term that gets kind of thrown around and covers getting through and over divorce. And we're really trying to look at the components of it and help you understand that it's actually in a moving forward. um, And what we hit on was acceptance. And so when we come back into the second segment, we're going to talk about, we've been talking about the what of divorce recovery. We're going to talk about the why. And I'm just going to tell you, acceptance is one of those words right there. So you guys stay tuned. Susan, Kiernan, and I here on the show today. Come on back. We're going to talk about the why of divorce recovery. You've heard him on the show and gained valuable insight from him. And now get ready for more. I'm so excited that licensed professional counselor Tom Stevens is partnering with us to spread the word that life can get better. Tom and his wife, Jill, have been providing quality mental health for over 25 years. And friends, that's their passion. Search Tom Stevens Counseling on YouTube and Facebook for lots of great video content that will help you and your family. And to schedule an appointment with Tom, visit his website at tomstevens.us. That's tomstevens.us. In divorce, real estate is one of the largest assets of the marital estate, and it must be considered carefully. You'll want a specialist in divorce real estate to help you do that. You'll want the Gifford Group to help you uncover the unknowns and make informed decisions throughout the process. 
the professionals at the Gifford Group will help you get the facts, which will help remove the fear that can run high through the process, and you'll make better decisions. Get the facts and remove the fear. Contact the Gifford Group today at thegiffordgroup.net. Achieving the best outcome in divorce can be extremely tough when alcohol abuse is part of the process, especially around co-parenting. But there's help with remote alcohol monitoring. Soberlink is the most convenient, reliable, and reasonable way for a parent to prove their sobriety. Soberlink uses real-time alerts, facial recognition, and tamper detection to ensure accurate and reliable results. With Soberlink, you can be confident that your kids are with a sober parent. Visit soberlink.com backslash DCH. Friends, we're back to Divorce Coaching Hour, and we're back to newly fresh produced shows, and I'm so excited. We're here with Susan Kiernan. She's been on the show before. She is my mentor, divorce coach. I'm honored to call her a friend. And, you know, we've got new music, and it might sound a little bit different to you. We freshened things up, and we've got, you know, that's actually a song and it's now licensed for us it's ours and our intro is called bouncing back does that not just make sense i mean that's kind of what we're talking about here divorce recovery and what is that exactly not just a term that's thrown around but what is it unique to you and your situation and folks it starts now and what the heck does that even mean? So, uh, again, we're talking to Susan Kiernan, fellow divorce coach, and we're talking about divorce co- divorce recovery. And we were in the first segment, we were talking about the what of it. And now we're going to kind of move and shift to the why. Why do you want to even know about divorce recovery and what it means? And I think, I don't know where we're going to go with this, but Susan mentioned this word in the first segment, acceptance. And uh, Susan when I say, I'm going to put you to it here, when I say divorce recovery and what we've just talked about, and I bring in that word acceptance as a as kind of a reason of why we want to think about divorce recovery, what comes to mind? Oh, good question. Just, you know, it acceptance, I feel like, is the opposite of resistance. And the more you resist anything, you know, happening in your divorce, which is easy to do, frankly, the more things persist in your divorce. And so coming to a place of acceptance sounds to me like you're in the present and you're looking forward Mm. instead of resisting and trying to replay history and things like that. How did that sound? (laughs) You know what? That that is exactly... Uh, helping me with my thinking about this. And so what I heard that when you said the word present, so if we're coming to divorce recovery with the idea that it starts now, no matter the phase you are in, in divorce, you said when we opened the show that there are statistics that say 87% of people spend a year thinking about divorce. Okay, well, mm-hmm. if one of our goals, and I said I'd explain this, is to help you save your marriage. Okay, so if you're thinking about it, of people, you're probably thinking, I don't want to get divorced. I don't know a lot of people. I say this often. They go to the altar and go, hey, I'm going to get married so I can get divorced. (laughs) No way. Exactly. So I'm going to put myself in the shoes. I'm part of that 87% of people. I'm thinking about divorce. Things, they're just not going well in my marriage. Uh, If I can accept where I am, not living in the past, not living in the future, 
of the what ifs and what were's, and I look at exactly what is happening right now, then I think I have a lot more opportunity to recover no matter recover lost parts of me, recover lost parts of my marriage. Um, But, you know, what it takes is getting real and looking at you, not looking outside at everybody. Acceptance of what part am I playing of, of my marriage crumbling? What part am I playing in this divorce that's happening? What part am I playing in not coming out of the divorce? So when I say that, I'll toss it back to you. Mm-hmm. What? How does that land well with you? Well said. Very well said. I, I think so much. So when, it, looking back at that 87% you were talking about, just think about that, right? Especially since you said this show, you know, if you could save every marriage, wouldn't that be an incredible thing? It's Amen. Thank you, Lord. Please. The, the two spouses, <laughs> it, it possibly saves children from going through their parents' divorce. It saves extended family members from, you know, suffering from the loss as well. So if you have that, that whole year, right, that's when it would be great if there was just more awareness about who can you look to to unpack all of that. And as you so well said, just the self-awareness of, I can't put my finger out. I have to look at the three that are pointing back at me, right? What am I doing? What am I contributing? What can I look at differently to move forward? And wouldn't you feel better if you got to that year, Mark, and you said, I was able to do everything I possibly could to save my marriage, and now I must move forward, or it turns out I did everything I could and I don't have to move forward. I can't imagine how amazing that would feel to have had that opportunity. Yeah, you know what? And that draws me back to that little research that I was doing, and I did a little um, spreadsheet, so-called, and took from their responses and kind of put down on the left side um, uh, what, how they kind of defined the bad part of divorce. Uh, people not only in this, but a, a, um, a YouTube video I was watching, defined divorce as the worst moment of their lives. Mm. And then what the words that came along with it were guilt, shame, Bitterness, get even attitude, blame, blame of spouse, but blame of God, stress, unforgiveness, and bondage. Now, when you begin to look at what they said of what they thought recovery was, which I want to begin to maybe shift the words to moving forward, and I'll tell you why in a little bit, uh, because I did some etymology studying on the words. I love doing that stuff, (laughs) Mm -hmm. is what I heard was moving forward was future living, transcending what they've been through, and many of them, according to God, to truly know Jesus, peace of mind, peace from God, free from stress, shame, guilt, or unforgiveness. And here's the thing. This is why I wanted to get to this tremendous growth, mental, spiritual, and working on oneself. And Susan, wouldn't you say that if if I'm in that year of that marriage uh, and I'm considering divorce and I look inward, and I change myself. I see what is real. And I can I can only change myself. Stay tuned for the two-minute tip. We're going to talk about that. Then what? just what if I grow through that entire year and my marriage is way better than it's ever been? 
Right. Wouldn't that be a gift? Wouldn't that be a gift? And like you said, though, now we're not we're not here. This is not a marriage saving show. I hope that (laughs) it is. We're talking about people who are going through divorce. But now you're right. If I come to I've done all that work, I've done all that work. But I come to a place of, you know, there's abuse in this marriage. There's infidelity. I've spoken Mm -hmm. to my pastor. I've spoken to a divorce coach that can help you go through these things. I've been to my counselor. I've done the work. And there is no repairing this marriage. We were young. We really didn't have the foundation. Um, You know, it's not going to work out. There's too many things. And so I can now wholeheartedly, in a way, move to divorce already with that healing process. How do you think that plays in, Susan, at that point? Hugely, hugely taking the time to do the work for a lot of reasons, just the self-evaluation and who am I, who do I want to be, where am I? Like you said, some people get married young, some people can't stay in the marriage for many, many reasons. So it's just untenable. But doing the self-awareness, the self-reflecting, it's, it's very easy. Like you said, all those, those words, blame and shame and guilt and unforgiveness, those take a hold of your heart. They take a hold of your soul. If you can work through those and soften those and recognize who are you, who do you want to be, what did you contribute, how can you either move this forward or move yourself forward, by the time you get to the point where you are heading into divorce. You've created so much awareness in yourself. I believe with all my heart you would be approaching the divorce with thoughtfulness, certainty, understanding. You'd be more emotionally and mentally prepared. And I think everyone would do better, possibly not the spouse who may not have done the work also. If they have, the fantastic. If they haven't, they might not be. I always talk about this emotional catch-up time when one spouse is so much further ahead of the other spouse with wanting a divorce. There's this big emotional catch-up time for the other spouse. But if you've done the work personally, and we're obviously talking to individuals, you're going to be so much more set up to move through the divorce well. So absolutely. And I love that you said in there, I took healthy. And so that going back, I promised I would talk about this etymology thing. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, And so when I was researching where recovery came from, it's actually an old French word. And it, the etymology, the words, the roots that it came from means denoting a means of restoration, getting back. And another thing I start, so uh, it's, recovery spelled in the French way, way, R-E-C-O-V-E-R-I-E. But it means remedy, cure, return to health. And just think, if I could return to health, no matter the phase I'm in and divorce, think about the ripple effects on your family. You were talking about how many people it touched. I heard said, and I don't know that this is an exact uh, fact, But I heard said once that divorce affects four generations. I mean, think about how many people have said, well, I'm a, you know, I'm a product of a divorced family. It's like, okay, so now you're labeling yourself, but Mm. could people, if they had had the tools to repair those relationships or been healthy going through it, think about the modeling you're doing for your children in actually a right relationship. I know I can speak to myself. It's, 
you know, we talked about it being different, Susan. It took me years. My divorce was final in 2007. I was on my my rear. I mean, really. And then uh, financial, I say, obliteration. And then job loss, moving. Then both my parents died in the span of five months. I know listeners have heard this, but... Uh, and then my nephew had cancer, and all through that time, that's called actually been defined as um, compound grief. So I yeah. just kind of kept trying to get back up and got back down, but I kept walking, right? I kept walking, and mm-hmm. it was about 2015 that I started listening to, and I know the listeners are going to be like, oh yeah, there she goes again, Pastor Rick Warren, love him, the daily hope, I would get out and I would walk and I would listen to it, and it said, you know, find a good church, get anchored in a church, get in, change your change your friends. And while I've believed in Christ since uh, uh, around 2000 and gave my life to Christ, I still had more growing and more doing, and I still do. But it was at that point when I started making better choices, getting the help that I needed. And, and so it's been, I mean, really until the summer of 2009, could I say that maybe I could get that woohoo certificate? I'm divorce recovered, right? <laughs> right, right. But I, all Here's the while, I've been getting healthy. And if we just stay stuck in that bitterness, no matter the phase that we're in, that unforgiveness, and we don't do the work ourselves, we don't have a chance to model goodness. And here I am with a divorce recovery, I mean, not a divorce recovery show, but kind of, show helping people and here you are. So how does that all land with you? Yeah, I well first of all I just want to acknowledge my goodness. I I can't imagine like you said the compound grief that you must have had, you know, given all of those life altering changes that you were experiencing and it is Christy truly a true testament to the strong faithful, resilient woman that you are, that you kept walking through all that fire, and you are here where you are now, serving other people, helping them, pulling them through the fire with your words and your kindness and your love and the generosity of all you know. So that's one way that it landed on me. And, you know, the other is, yeah, you know, it's, it's, it's a process. It's really a process. And I, and I think things often, especially if you have a midlife divorce, you, you might be hit, but, you know, you were fairly young, but in midlife, so many people are hit with, you know, the failing health of their parents or the death of their parents. You know, maybe their 20-something-year-old children are struggling to find who they want to be, and then they find themselves in a divorce or then find themselves in an empty nest, and you're being hit with a lot of things all at one time. It's fairly common. And so, again, dialing back to the you know, getting really real with what you need in life and what's going to pull you through. And I, it sounds like you're very anchored in your faith, as am I. Yeah, I don't, I thank you, God. I don't know, I don't know how I could have gotten through it without it. And I just continue to draw closer. And, you know, I love that you said getting really real. And uh, I get teased a lot for tautologies, although that's not a tautology, but that's true. I mean, it's getting that awareness. And we've been talking about the why we would want to be thinking about this uh, divorce recovery and understanding the word and and versus it just being kind of out there and not really getting what that means. It means different things to different people. But what I'm really hearing now is it's really getting healthy, healthy in your current relationship, or healthy as you're 
uh, stepping into a new phase of that relationship. That relationship's not just going to, you know, it it didn't just happen when you get divorced. It actually is going to move into a new phase. And, you know, even if you do separate and you do divorce, then can there be friendship and can you in, in that recovery getting healthy? And that's what we've been talking about. When we come back, we're going to talk a little bit about how. How do we recover? I think we've already touched on some things there, but we've been talking about the what, why, and now we're going to talk about the how of divorce recovery, the how of getting healthy, moving forward from divorce. So you guys stay tuned. Susan Kernan here with me talking about divorce recovery. Here's today's two-minute tip. Friends, I'm so happy to be celebrating 100 episodes with you. It's been an incredible journey and one I pray will continue for years to come. As you may have heard, today we are talking about recovering from divorce and what that means and how that happens. I think it first starts with you. Folks, if you haven't heard it before, I hope you hear it now. You can't change others. The only person you can change is yourself. And when it comes to relationships, marriage or divorce, it's futile to try to change someone else to get what you want. That's your tip for the day. So you think about you. You first have to know what you want. If you're considering divorce, what do you want? Do you really want to get divorced? If not, what are you willing to change within you to have what you want? Are you in the midst of divorce? What do you want as the outcome? Do you want to come out of it in a healthy manner? Then what do you have to change within you to get what you want? And if your divorce is final, what do you want for the future? Do you want to keep hanging on to the pain of the past or do you want to build a vibrant future? And what are you willing to change within you to have what you want? Do you hear it? The key is you, you changing. And these are questions you must be asking yourself. Much of the time we live in the blame game, blaming life and others and even God for what we don't have. But we don't look at ourselves and we expect others to change, but we won't. That's not going to get you what you want. I promise If you want to have what you want in your life, stop blaming, stop complaining, start asking these questions, start changing. And if you need help, reach out to me. I'll walk through this with you. I offer a complimentary coaching session where I'll help you explore questions like this and tell you a little bit about coaching. If you want to reach me, you can email me at Christy at ChristyStratton.com or call me at 281-944-8043. And please keep listening each week for another two-minute tip, all to support you or someone you know who is facing or going through divorce. And please share this episode with those who will benefit. And welcome back to the Divorce Coaching Hour. We're here with Susan Kiernan, fellow divorce coach, my mentor divorce coach. And we're celebrating 100 shows. Yay, yay, yay. Clap, clap, clap. I'm so excited and I'm happy that Susan's here with us. Folks, she's going to be with us next week as well because this divorce recovery thing way too much for one show. And we're going to pick up the pieces from this show that we feel would really help you put the pieces together and uh, bring that show about. So it's going to be a two-parter here. And so make sure you put on the calendar to listen next week as well. Susan, I'll be talking about more about this topic. What we've been talking about here is the what of divorce recovery and really trying to understand What this really means, not just labeling it divorce recovery, understanding the components of it. And then we talked about the why. Why would we even want to explore this idea? 
And then now we're going to talk about the how. How would we go about divorce recovery? And, you know, some of the things that I think we've touched on here is that divorce is unique to anyone and everyone. No matter you're going through uh, the consideration phase, you're in the middle of it, or you're coming out of it. Uh, and there's a huge acceptance piece that we've got to. That was kind of the why. Uh, we've got we've to be, as Susan said, and I love it, get really real with where we are. Because if we don't get really real, we can't change. And as you heard in the two-minute tip, we oftentimes begin to blame others. And we're not looking at what we can change. And then, folks, as you heard, that's really the place where change starts. And now How? Susan, so when I'm at talking about this, getting to this healthy place, moving forward from divorce, letting go of the the bitterness, um, growing, uh, all of that, how do we do it? <laughs> well, like you said, looking inward, one of the first things I like to say to people is, you are not your divorce, mm. and you are not a failure because your marriage ended. It's something you know, that was a very important part of your life. And hopefully you did a lot of growing and learning. Hopefully you continue to grow and learn. But I think people need to hear you are not your divorce and not a failure either. And that's maybe the beginning step into how do we recover by disowning that theme in your life, disowning the story, disowning, letting the story of your divorce define you. You know, so very interesting, given that I I went to the etymology of divorce recovery, and that's ultimately what we're doing here. We're exploring what it even means. But the word divorce, the word single, we we put these labels on, and we may talk about the world labeling us, but we ourselves label them. And so I think that's so important, uh, Susan, that we with us using those labels, we're actually adding to... Um, maybe some of that guilt and shame and bitterness. And so when you said you are not your divorce, that starts Mm -hmm. there. That's the beginning step. That's huge, huge. I want to just sit with that for a moment. And listeners, I want you to hear that. You're not your divorce. You're not your relationship problems. There's two of you in it. Uh, it's, it's It's happening when you come to it from an acceptance standpoint. And so in what, in fact, I guess, Susan, where I'm going is then, who are you? Are you Mm -hmm. a child of God? Uh, Are you a woman who is um, building a new life separate from your husband or your ex-husband or from a married life? Even the word single implies, I mean, it almost implies something wrong. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Or it has a negative connotation in some cases, yes. It, Yeah, it does. And we'll, we're going to talk about that, too, because I've been doing my own exploration of uh, being single and understanding that. But um, so the meaning. So, okay, so you set a starting point, Susan. Mm-hmm. First note, you are not your divorce. So that's a knowing. What do you think would be some other things that people could do? How would they go about divorce recovery? So I have this like little theme that runs in my head and it's, it's kind of funny. I I call it the nine G's and I won't go over the nine G's, but basically the, the theme is surround yourself with good people. 
for some people, reaching out for help, leaning on other people to support them, is it's a big ask for them. It's, they're used to doing things on their own. This is a time when you really surround yourself with good people. Figure out what the best process is for you so that you can take a break from your divorce. If, you, if you're using an attorney or a mediator or whatever the process is, you can have some peace and some recovery if you're not always having to focus on it. And I say dedicate entire weekends when you're not having your energy or your focus on your divorce while you're going through it to start to grab back. If I am not my divorce, then who am I, right? And by having free time away from always thinking about it, you do start to create that person. Um, Set goals. I think goal setting is so important. What do you want your divorce process to look like? What do you want your life to look like? What do you want your identity to be one year, three years, five years from now? Mm. What do you want your friends, your family, possibly your children, bystanders? What do you want them all to take away from watching you go through this divorce, right? How do you want to be remembered? Evaluate what you're grateful for in your life. That's another one of my G's, grateful. Try to do, if it resonates with you, a gratefulness practice. I mean, sometimes when I was doing my gratefulness practice during my divorce, I'd be like, I'm grateful for Target. (laughs) (laughs) They're probably grateful for you, too. (laughs) And uh, and give yourself grace. It takes time. And that just like the loss, like a, a death. Divorce is not exactly a linear thing. You keep kind of bumping around in in grief and in like feeling really confident and then feeling your confidence dashed. So right. giving yourself grace. It's so much change. So a couple things I want to get as first and foremost, folks, and we're talking about surrounding yourself with good people. So as you're hearing, mm-hmm. Susan and I are both divorce coaches. Um, different people work better with others. And so you might want to find out about Susan's nine G's. <laughs> and so Susan, how could they, how could they reach you? Oh, okay. So they could reach me either through my website, uh, com, or Susan at com, or even on my work line, which is 847-306-3330. But Susan Kiernan Coaching gets you there, too. And, folks, you can also go to our Facebook page, The Divorce Coaching Hour, and you'll see some information about Susan there. Um, different divorce coaches work with different people. And so, you, you know, you might feel better with me, might feel better with Susan. So totally there's plenty to go around there. Um, and then, you know, it was interesting. You said that nine, uh, the nine G's, the grateful. And I remember when I was going through my divorce, uh, I've said this many times, but it was really the one thing that could get me up and out of bed and put me to bed well uh, each and every day, which was journaling the three things I was grateful for. And while you were oh, grateful wow. for Target or Target, as I like to say, <laughs> there were days that I could just, I mean, I would just write three things that I was grateful for. And it was like, I'm grateful for my Pasha puppy. I'm grateful for my Pasha puppy. I'm grateful for my Pasha puppy. There was nothing much else I could find grateful gratitude for. And so, and the other thing you said in there, it takes time. And so there is, don't let anybody tell you that boom, you should be over five months, six months, two years. But Susan, you said it, you said it's so important. Setting goals Setting goals out into the future, folks, not just right here and right now. 
What do I want life to look like 10 years, 20 years down the road? If you don't do that, my friends, you will find yourself not making the best decisions you can for you and your family. You may end up fighting over that $500 couch we talk about because you want to get back at that spouse. But if you want to transcend that as one of our, the folks that we uh, gave, gave us feedback about this divorce recovery, if you want to transcend that, who do I want to be a year, three years, five years, 10 years, looking back at this divorce? And you're going to hear me say it again, folks, making this a defining moment good versus a defining moment bad and give yourself grace. Susan, anything else to add? Oh, no, I think you covered it really well. And I know also when you're talking about the goals, I know, Christy, personally, how awesome you are and how well connected you are to personal values. And so make those goals attached to what do I really value in life? Align those goals and stick to it so that when you do have that decision-making like you're talking about, you're aligning all of your decision-making with what you've already deeply identified as your personal goals. And I know you're a champion of that. Uh, yeah, I, you know, this is the bottom line thing. And thanks for bringing up the values because I was like, oh, values, I love it. Uh, <laughs> if you don't know your values, whose, whose values are you living on is what I often say. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people don't know their values. And so I work with people and they might be kind of like, wait a second, I need you to help me through my divorce. You want me to do a values exercise? Yeah, because I will tell you, it will illuminate your decisions from now and into the future. It will change your life. It will help you even learn to say no, my friends. You right. want to find out about that? Reach out to me. <laughs> so, Perfect. Yeah. so we've been talking to Susan Kiernan, an awesome, awesome divorce coach. My mentor divorce coach couldn't do this show without her. Um, so honored to call her a friend. And we've been talking about the uh, what of divorce recovery and that it's really a moving forward, getting healthy. Um, and then the why, why would you want to think about this and explore it? And then how, and we've talked about surrounding yourself with good people, being grateful, finding reasons to be grateful and setting those goals. When we come back, we're going to catch any final thoughts that we have with regards to divorce recovery uh, today. And then we'll set us up for divorce recovery part two. So you guys come on back. Here are our final thoughts together. Susan Kiernan and myself. Come on back. If you've gone through or are going through divorce, you know it can leave you in a dark financial hole, feeling very confused and afraid. But there's hope. Her Sherman is a financial coach and works with those navigating the financial decisions of divorce. Whether it's eliminating debt or creating your financial wellness, you want Hirsch on your team. Hirsch's easy process helps you see the reality of your financial situation and make better decisions. Stop the suffering and get out of that financial black hole. Contact Hirsch today. Go to lifecycle.financial. That's lifecycle.financial. You'll be so grateful you did. There's a lot at stake in a divorce, and you want trusted and specialized counsel. Houston attorney Craig Haston is board certified by the Texas Board of Legal Specialization and has more than 25 years of legal experience. And experience is everything. Craig will help you make the best choices for your family and your future. When divorce seems to be your next step, contact one of the most recognized attorneys in Texas, Craig Haston. To schedule a consultation, call 281-890-1300 or go to HastonLaw.com. 
When you're selling your home, you want to wow people when they see it. Or if you're not selling and want to enhance your enjoyment of the home, consider Simple Elegance. The team at Simple Elegance, led by Mary Scally, are masters at staging homes for sale or helping you design your interior for maximum impact. Do what new home builders do. Call the staging masters, Simple Elegance, at 877-458-8254 and simpleelegancetx.com. Light up the stars. That's what that song is called. The intro, bouncing back. I think it's perfectly appropriate. But light up the stars. And we're talking about divorce recovery. How great is that? Light up the stars. It's time to light up your life. I'm sounding like what? Who was that? Debbie something, something. You light up my... Debbie Boone. <laughs> Debbie Boone, right. Man, I'm pulling that one out of the yesteryear, right? <laughs> we did. We did. But, telling both of our ages. I know, right? Oh, my gosh. That is, yeah. Debbie Boone, that's it. So such good songs. Uh, but we're talking about this getting healthy, and we've talked about the what why, and now we've talked about the how of getting healthy through divorce, moving forward, transcending this divorce, uh, not just labeling it. And, you know, um, one of the things, and we have a short amount of time left, but the question just pops into my head, uh, Susan, is what do you think the biggest misconception is around divorce recovery? Well, I think it has to do with divorce is so common, you know, oh, you know, this one that got divorced, that one, everybody. So people think everybody, as we said in the beginning, goes through it the same way. Like there's a beginning, the middle, the end. Okay, my goodness, her divorce was a year ago. She should be doing better by now. The operative word there, shoulding, shoulding yourself. Mm. Don't should yourself. It's a misconception that you might travel through your divorce in the same way, recover at the same pace as someone you know well, It's, again, going back to that. Give yourself grace. Heal and process this in your own way, but keep moving forward and just don't should yourself. Everybody's got a unique path to this recovery. So we're talking a lot about words, and we've talked about this this redefining divorce recovery, essentially, and it's healthy. It's moving forward. It's uh, transcending, rather, And we talked about acceptance as a part of it, gratitude as a part of it, goal setting as a part of it. And now we come to another word, should. And we're now saying no shoulds. This is unique to you. Um, And people will. They will kind of slap that on you. You should be over it by now. I had that when I lost my parents. It had been two years. And so then on top of that, I'm adding shame, insult to injury. I'm not over my parents' (laughs) death, right? So. I, yeah, I think that's so important, everyone, to hear. So, Susan, we've um, wrapping up here. I'm just wondering, are there any final thoughts that you might want to share? Uh, just, you know, what you so boldly and beautifully said in the beginning, try to start the recovery right from the beginning of when the word, I might need to get divorced, comes into your head. Yeah. Figure out what that looks like for Re- you individually. So speaking of those words again recovery starts now. And folks, that's what we mean. Getting healthy starts now. And if you get healthy in that consideration phase, you get help, then guess what? You may not be headed to divorce court or any shape or form of what that looks like these days. In the midst of divorce, if you're focusing on that getting healthy, that recovery starts now, you can stop 
You can stop with the drama. You can stop with the guilt and the shame and the bitterness and the blame and the stress and the unforgiveness. You can make the choice to turn within, look at yourself and make a change then and start getting healthy. You can do that with the help of a counselor, a pastor, a coach. And okay, you've been through it and you haven't heard this before and you're still kind of stuck in the muckety muckness of divorce. Like I talk about sometimes you can also start now. So wherever you are, you've heard the why you've heard the what you've heard the why and you've heard the how and folks, uh, it really is possible. It really is an opportunity for you to define uh, what can be in the future. You've heard all these tools. So if you missed any of the show, go on back. Listen, you can grab it on podcast, uh, kkht.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, reach out to Susan. Reach out to myself. We're so happy uh, to help you because, you know, um, I'll tell you our goals as a divorce coach we are here to help people with their thinking. And that's really what we've been talking to you about is in divorce, where you're thinking partner. And so we just hope that you'll continue to listen to the show. And because it really is where you can, you know, get that support that you need. And maybe, hey, like I've come to a new awareness, right? So Susan, um, Susan and I are here to walk this path with you. So Susan, thank you so much for being here with us. Thank you, Christy, very much. Any last quick thing? We have about a minute. Anything you want to add? Oh, gosh, I feel like we've covered it all. I just, you know, sending so much strength and love and compassion to anyone going through this. It, it is, it's such a challenging time, whether it was your idea or whether it was somebody else's idea, your spouse's idea, whether you were blindsided. It's, you know, you need to feel that, you know, you're not alone. It's very important. So like we said, surround yourself by good people. And I, I know from the bottom of my heart and yours, we're sending people strength and grace and compassion. And amen to that. You know, folks, we've both been there, maybe not in the same situation. We talked about it being unique, but these challenges can change you for the better, change your family, change your future. It doesn't have to be, again, I'll be repetitive, a defining mm-hmm. moment bad. So friends, we are sending light. We are sending love. We are sending you that energy to bounce back. We're so grateful that you've been with us today. It's my prayer that this show helps you or someone in your life. Reach out to us at the Divorce Coaching Hour or call me at 281-944-8043. That's 281-944-8043. You can also find us on Facebook at the Divorce Coaching Hour or Instagram at Coach Christy Stratton. Thank you for listening today to the Divorce Coaching Hour with Christy Stratton. I'm Christy Stratton, and I can't wait to be here with you each and every Saturday from 1 to 2 p.m. right here on 100.7 FM KKHT, The Word.
General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.